You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Right now, I've got across me Dr. Dimitris Gavrilis. He's a senior researcher at Digital Creation Unit of the Institute of Information Systems at the Athena Research Center. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Great. And you do something that I've never come across, but I find amazing. And because podcast is part of this, which has to do with creating uh, software for digital libraries. I will put it, you can be more elaborate about Mm it, uh, but mostly cultural content. So um, you have you told me that you have two major uh, types of software that you've created and uh, that you can aggregate information from everywhere and all types. So tell me what you do. Okay. So um, uh, at, the, at the Athena Research Center, what we have been doing for the past eight years is uh, we have been working with um, uh, software and services for the digital humanities, uh, archeo- digital archaeology, and... Um, uh, the the archi- archival and digital library domain, and uh, we're fo- focusing on two main um, uh, software, two main technologies. The, fir- the first, the first of which is uh, a digital library software. We call it Mopseus, and and what it does is it it allows you to store information. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's one of the software that you typically find find in uh, any in your in your um, public library in the national library in uh, the, your university library so all of these uh, library uh, libraries use need uh, one of these software, uh, yeah. software yeah so so in the past few years uh, as everybody knows it's you know it's pretty obvious i think uh, we have lots and lots of digital content been generated. Everything is digital, and content which is not digital, it is digitized very, very fast. So uh, there is an uh, apparent need for storing all of this content, and more importantly, accessing this in different ways easily, um, using our phones now, our tablets. Mm-hmm. And uh, bear in mind that when we started this, when I started this, actually I started doing this during my PhD years, so at that time, there were no smartphones. They mm-hmm. haven't been invented yet. Now it's um, unthinkable not to u- to use these services. Like uh, yeah. But but uh, what kind of but what kind of entities are you actually filing? So because I think yeah. that's the most important yeah. because so, yeah. you're looking indexing, mm-hmm. searchability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're pretty flexible in this. Uh, so we um, you can we can. We can we can uh, store and uh, index and uh, handle pretty much anything, but mostly we're working with images, text, three D, virtual reality files, audio files. Yeah, this is this is these are the basic, uh, the basic ones. Uh, the different uh, the difficult thing here is not the the the, the digital representation, but the metadata. So we're working with the metadata mostly, uh, and uh, what I mean by that is that we use complex models in order to represent information to to combine information in a more intelligent manner. So, for instance, uh, you have your um, uh, your PhD thesis, but you also have a number of papers referring to this one. You have data sets that are referring to this mm-hmm. thing, and you can, and for example, you could see 
you could see this as a collection mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you need software that can uh, adapt very easily in these needs and uh, uh, handle all of, the, all of these things internally very, very easily without uh, um, compromising the identity of individual files and all of these, uh, all of these things. It, it has to be very fast as well uh, because bear in mind that uh, if you go, for example, in an academic library, a big one, or a national library, at the national library level, uh, then the, the sizes that we're talking about and the users that are accessing these they could be you know, quite a lot, and then you know, normal software that you can find out, out, out there, maybe maybe they cannot find it. suitable, yeah. 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 But, but another thing that is very, very, very interesting, uh, maybe more interesting than the digital library, is the, the aggregator that yeah. you mentioned before. So this is something that um, uh, we have developed at Athena. I think, at least from what I know, it's the only uh, software made in Greece that is doing this instead of the art. And it has been used by big players, for example, Europeana. So Europeana is using our, our aggregator. It's called MORE, the Metadata and Object Aggregator. Uh, and it can, ha- it can aggregate content for various sources, tens, hundreds, even thousands of sources mm-hmm. at the same time. Uh, and it can aggregate a few, uh, for example, you can handle, you can get like a few million records per hour. And uh, you get the records, you clean them, you validate them, you transform it into something, to a common schema, common mm-hmm. reference, if you, if, you, if you like. And then the interesting thing comes in. We have services that the users, the, the data managers can use in order to enrich this information. So, for example, if, if there's a reference about an address, well, a service can automatically uh, uh, get uh, a coordinate out of this. Or, for example, if you have uh, uh, different, sky, different kind of uh, textual descriptions, then the service can identify the language in which they are, and then they can fix them and then uh, assign them the, the proper attributes correctly. Or if you have uh, um, records that are semantically linked together, but the links are not there, the software can, the service can create these links for you. Oh, that's good. And the, the interesting thing is, is what you do with that. Uh, so what do we do with that? If we publish all of this thing, all of this information as one thing into an index, into a repository. Uh-huh. So you can see European as a repository, for instance, and then you can access it as one, as one catalog, as one thing uh, from a centralized uh, location. And you can do lots of other things, of course, but uh, yeah. From your experience, um, is it is it something live? Because one of the things that I, I often see is you get a repository, it's... Uh, it was created originally, but sometimes you're wondering if it is updated because sometimes links change, there's more information. Obviously, I can understand that this has to do with the users. Yeah. But does your, is your software, does it help them keep this updated or the, does it have the ability to find out on the web more information without yeah. a user actually really seeking it, but, you know, mm-hmm. like you're getting references oh, from other That's a very sources. good question, actually. Definitely we do that. And uh, not only that, uh, there is the, the, all the catalog or the, uh, let's call it catalog, it's live. Uh, it sits on the repository and there are services that are running constantly and they're curating this. Uh-huh. What do I mean by that? What they're, they're doing, they, they can check, for example, for data degradation. They can check for the, if the links are there or, or if, are there, if they're not accessible. Uh, they, can, they can mine for uh, uh, relations, for example, with the DPP or Wikipedia. So, for instance, if you, if you mention somewhere the word Acropolis, then a service can link this automatically to the, uh, the, the corresponding term in Wikipedia, for instance, or DPPedia. And uh-huh. this is something that increases visibility. It creates value 
for the data, for the owners of the data, yeah. and uh, it allows people to uh, e easily find what they're looking for in the yeah in more accurate manner. Uh, the way you're saying it, really, I started getting this picture of machine learning and a, a, a real AI where it, this is the basis of the knowledge and it's constantly growing around a topic and. This is what I man imagine at infant st stage, having knowledge of something AI really big in the future. This is the whole basis, I think, in my opinion, or, or I see it romantically like that. It's like well, growing, growing. It's a, it's a growing organism. Am I wrong? Uh, well, well, if you th when if you think in some specific terms, yes. Uh, so, for instance, the software has been there for eight years. It's growing. It's there. It's um, adapting to new to the changes of the um, uh, of the world that we yeah. have now. New services, new schemas. Um, yeah, uh, you can say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, can you give us examples of other libraries or other um, places it's been used? Uh, repositories. Yeah. So, for instance, our biggest client now is the Academy of Athens. Mm. So that was a very very difficult project. Um, so, what we did there is uh, that we um, we integrated about 46 different um, data stores, repositories, and databases into one thing. Mm -hmm. So, and that pretty much, I think, answers your first question about uh, if you can handle different kinds of um, uh, entities. So, we migrated and integrated 46 different, completely different things together into one thing, uh, into one installation that has... Uh, literally tens of different uh, schema representations. Uh, we have hundreds of thousands of records, of heterogeneous records, from interactive maps to uh, 3D files. Um, you can see it actually. You can, if you, if you, if you, yeah, if you go into repository.academyofathens.gr, you can see it live. Um, and then we can we have a semantic layer on top. So, for instance, the software can get semantic uh, can. Uh, can run complex queries and get you, for, exa for example, um, um, data that, you, for example, you have like um, um, a service that that's, um, that tells you um, what happened uh, the same day. Yeah, yeah. Five, in in X Greece, years, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, back. Not only in Greece. Stepping 10 years yeah. back. So, example, yeah, exactly. So, this is a software that mines constantly these things and gets information, selects actually what would be interesting for the user. It doesn't get you everything. And then you can have it as a widget somewhere. You can oh, use it. it. Yeah. Okay, our pain. Does it index podcasts? <laughs> it could, yeah. <laughs> it could. Oh, it yeah. should, because yeah. it's a real pain that we've come yeah, across. It, it, yeah, yeah. We haven't found one library that would be able to index podcasts in oh, Greece. I don't see why not. Yeah, well, you should take that into consideration. So my last question would be, um, what do you think is the best part of your work that um, youngsters should follow up? Why should they become scientists? Well, apart from being a very intriguing, you know, um, uh, profession. So um, I think it's um, you, uh, you, you. You usually work with stuff that. Uh, uh, are interesting. You usually work with stuff that um, uh, uh, are unknown initially, and this is uh, part of the fun, at least in my point of view. 
Um, it is something that um, it is um, quite safe. As uh, I mean, uh, I think I, mean, I guess that youngsters now are very nervous about uh, you know uh, if they can find a job or the something future. like that. Yeah, yeah. The future. And I think this is very very secure. I think it's one of the most safest uh, pathways that the. Uh, you were telling me there's a lot of work and there's a lot of jobs in your field. Uh, in the IT domain, yes, globally, not only in Greece, in Greece as well. Yeah, I think it's, it's, things are very good, very good. They're going pretty well. That's fascinating, but I think. <laughs> People need to know coding, right? You're going to know yeah, a little yeah, bit of coding. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I, th- I have the impression that if you go into STEM in, si- in general, I think it's, it's, it's quite safe. Yeah. yeah, it's a prerequisite. Yeah. And that was really nice. That was Dimitris Gavrilis, doctor. First of all, thank you for being with us. Thank you. So, Dr. Dimitris Gavrilis talked about uh, digital libraries and what that involves. Um, this is Vicky Kolevo for Tech Talk Central. Thank you for being with us. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.